Welcome to Chigger Radio. Do you know where you are? Man, a Motley Crew video because you're hot. Chigger Radio. Oh, you know, you're such a dick. Chigger Radio. All these years, wearing a suit to the office, I should have been a naked drummer. <laughs> Absolutely. What was I thinking? Chigger Radio. You're on 10 on your guitar. Where can you go from there? These guys are 11. Chigger Radio. This is funny because he's fat. Chigger Radio. This is the most acid I've ever seen anybody eat in my life. Welcome to Chigger Radio. Yes, welcome to Chigger Radio. I'm your host, Tim Louie, from the Aquarian Weekly, also known as The Chigger. Welcome back. I guess you liked the show last week, so you're here again. I don't want to waste any time with this intro because we have a huge guest calling in in a few minutes. His name is Mick Mars from Motley Crue, one of my favorite bands of all time. Coming up, we also have Layla's Rock Minute and the winner of last week's Barroom Brawl. To me, it looks like a major, major upset, but we'll see. And who will they face this week? Let's get the show started with my new favorite band. They look like Motley Crue, but they're not. I saw them at the Bamboozle Festival and didn't think anything of them at first, but the more I hear them on Sirius Satellite Radio, the more I like this song. I don't know why. It's Black Veil Brides with The Legacy. Check it out. Trigger Radio.
Black Veil Brides with the Legacy. Those guys are freaking awesome. Check them out at blackveilbrides.com. You're listening to Trigger Radio, and I think the phone's ringing. Paging Dr. Feelgood. Is this Dr. Feelgood? Kim? Hey, Mick. How are you doing? I'm doing good. How are you doing? That's the real question. Oh, me? I'm doing really good. You're back on the road again. How are you doing physically? What I can say about that is just got a life insurance plan and insured me until I'm 100 years old. That's how healthy I am. Awesome, that's great to hear. <laughs> Pretty funny, huh? You're 100? I don't think I'm going to be 100. Come on, man, you'll live to that. I don't, I don't think I'd like it. <laughs> all right, Mick, well, another summer, another tour. How does it feel to be hitting the road with Poison, of all bands, for the first time? And uh, the New York Dolls, who was probably a band who influenced Motley Crue. Well, I guess the only way I could really answer that question is like, uh, our fan base and a lot of our fan base and Poison's fan base has always wanted to see these two bands together, Poison and us. And so um, <clears throat> sometimes, you know, it's like one of those things that, you know, after you know, so many years and, and people wanting to see that happen just said, you know, we should, we should do this. You know, I think it would be like a good thing because it's like giving, uh, giving people a lot of, a lot of fans what they've been wanting to see, making, I mean, the space and ticket prices nowadays are out of hand. I mean, <laughs> but, uh, you know, give, give them like something, a real show like that, that kicks butt. Um, our production is over the top this time. And uh, New York Dolls, to me, is just like one of those things that you just go, you, you know, for, for especially Nick Camp. I mean, he's been a big New York Dolls fan forever. And uh, I've been a David Johansson fan for quite And uh, uh, so I think it's a pretty good package. And with the uh, 40th anniversary of the New York Dolls, 25th anniversary of, of uh, Poison and our 30th, so it, it, it kind of like ties in together. Well, I was actually going to mention that next. Uh, this is a milestone for the Motley Crew, celebrating their 30th anniversary. If someone was to tell you that, that you'd be playing with the same band for 30 years, what would you have said? I'm going to live to be 60. <laughs> <laughs> Come from like nobody wanted to live to be 30. But, uh, you know, that's the way it works. It's a cool thing, but, you know, once we started, once we started playing, and once we started getting a taste and developing, you know, the learning how to, to cope with and be on tour and be on the road and, and doing all that kind of a thing. It's like, I think I've probably told you this before. I like, wanted to be like a song for, for like Carol uh, Smith uh, and just like be together for, you know, many years and, and keep going until one of us falls over. Well, I, I, I hope that doesn't happen, Mick. Mick, hang on one second. I gotta take a quick break to play some more music. These guys are a unsigned band out of Central Jersey, but they're gonna get a deal soon. They're one of my favorite local bands. Check them out. The name of the band is Scarlet Carson. They have a new CD coming out, which will be celebrated with a CD release party at where else? The Starland Ballroom in Sayreville, New Jersey. And here's their single off of the CD, Forgetting Tomorrow. This is Scarlet Carson. It's Trigger Radio coming back with Mick Mars, Motley Crue. Falling down 
Today. That was Scarlett Carson with Forgetting Tomorrow, their first single off their new CD. This is Sugar Radio. I'm on the phone with Mick Mars. Now, everyone in the band has a book out, Mick. Where's yours? It's on its way, but I'm on the right wire. I had a couple guys come over and give me like their, their little, you know, whatever you call it, the little uh, ten page thing on what they want to write about. And I go, this isn't what I'm talking about. This isn't what I'm about. You know, Awesome. Yeah. I'm available. All right. You know what rock Yep. I know all about you. Yeah, so it's all good. All right. 30 years. What's your favorite Motley Crue song to play live? Ooh, a couple of them. I like a couple of new ones from Angel Los Angeles, you know, and that whole life. You know, it's my family. 
basically. And Shane, uh, this was a lot of fun to play. But up there, oh, the older songs, I've been playing my whole thing. I don't get tired of that song at all. Uh, it's one of my favorites, too. The other ones I not primal. <laughs> <laughs> well, Mick, thank you for doing this with me again. Okay, Tim. Dude, isn't he the coolest guy in Motley Crue? Just for you, Mick Mars, this is Primal Scream, Mick Mars' favorite Motley Crue song to play live. This is Trigger Radio.
That sound effect is for it's time for trigger radio's barroom brawl and i cannot believe the results from last week you guys went on the new trigger radio facebook page to vote and the winner by double the votes in a major major upset piston driven with their song hang loose so here's last week's winner here's piston driven with hang loose it's trigger radio Piston Driven with their song Hang Loose. Their opponents this week from New York City, the female fronted Charetta. Here's a new single from their latest EP, and they should distract it. It's Lights Out on Trigger Radio. Misconstrue my every word 
Colorado with Lights Out, this week's opponent for last week's barroom brawl winner, Piston Driven. So go on Facebook right now, Trigger Radio's page, and vote Sharetta, Lights Out, or last week's winner. You can make it two weeks in a row, Piston Driven with Hang Loose. Hey, Layla. Hey, what's up, Sugar? So I was online reading this news story. A Corpus Christi woman from Texas was recently sentenced to five years probation after she pled guilty to a charge of injury to her child. She admitted to spanking the two-year-old and was arrested in December after her daughter's paternal grandmother noticed red marks on the girl's butt and took her to a hospital to get checked out. The woman was sentenced to five years probation. She will have to take parenting classes and pay $50 to a children's advocacy center. The little girl will remain in the custody of her grandmother parents think this sentence is a little too extreme she's spending five years on probation or in jail she's got five years probation just for spanking her child wow i personally i don't know i mean i was brought up the old school way i mean it depends i mean if the kid was beaten and had bruises all over his body no, we're talking about a spanking how many times have you been spanked in public by your mother i don't know a ton right <laughs> I can't tell you how many times I've been spanked by my mother. I still get spanked by my mother in public. I mean, everybody disciplines their kids in different ways, and I'm not saying that the kid should be beaten consistently, but you know what? A little spanking every now and again? That's crazy. I can't even believe that this parent was brought up on any charges at all. You know, I don't know. I got spanked as a kid, and uh, I think, personally, I think timeout does not work. I was at a restaurant the other day, and these parents let their kid run around the restaurant like bothering all the diners and going up from table to table and they're just looking at the kid like oh it's so cute what mm-hmm. you know what would happen to me i would have gotten smacked around if i, I would have gotten like dragged out of that restaurant do you remember getting hit with a wooden spoon of course my mom broke two wooden spoons a wiffle ball bat no did you have to kneel on rice <laughs> that must be uh, an asian thing <laughs> <laughs> So what else did you used to get hit with? Well, after the wooden spoons broke, my mom decided she was going to get a metal spoon instead of a wooden spoon, since they don't break as easily. We got beat with a metal spoon. <laughs> you know, me and my sister used to run whenever we heard the uh, the drawer open and we heard the silverware clanking around. <laughs> And then there was also a time when I used to put a book in my back pocket, so when my mom used to hit me, I wouldn't feel it. I remember those days, but seriously, um, I used to get my hair pulled, like right out of the store, if I acted up. What? Hair pulled right out of the store. Long story short, I really think that, you know, disciplining kids is important, and I'm not saying you have to beat them, but a little bit of pat on the fanny, you know, doesn't hurt every now and again. So we agree that five years is a little extreme. Oh, definitely. I think that, you know, if she was a child beater, then she definitely needed to be brought up on charges, but, you know, who doesn't spank their child a little bit? What were some of your punishments? Go to our Chigger Radio Facebook page and let us know what some of your punishments were. Chigger Radio's Rock Minute with Layla. Seattle grunge legends Allison Chains have regrouped to work on the follow-up to their 2009 release, Black Gives Way to Blue. Well, that's according to longtime friend Ann Wilson of Heart. In a recent magazine interview, Ann Wilson leaked out that she'd visited Allison Chains over the weekend at their recording studio where they've worked on their new disc, which currently does not have a title, and is reportedly set for release in early 2012. Allison Chains fans have something to look forward to. Disturbed singer David Draymond recently told an Idaho radio station that the band will not headline a sixth Music as a Weapon tour in 2012, and he's not sure what the band's plans for the future are yet. Draymond was quoted as saying, We don't know what we're doing. This is going to be the last tour that the American people 
get to see us in for a while, if not indefinitely. So you're not going to see Disturbed Tour for a while. Draymond didn't elaborate on what personal or internal issues the band was dealing with. Also recently on Twitter, a fan of Disturbed asked in a tweet if the rumors were true that Disturbed might break up, and Draymond's reply didn't seem to change as he tweeted, We don't know what we're doing yet. All I can tell you is that we'll be gone. This is Layla, and that was your Chigger Rock Radio Minute. Well, that does it for another episode of Trigger Radio. Thank you to the lovely Layla for always keeping me company. Thank you to Mick Mars for joining us today. And thank you to the millions and millions of fans who are starting to like the show. We'll see you next week.